the impermanence of life is also very important to contemplate. Whatever is born will die. In fact, all of us are standing on the verge of death. Many of us might not think of it in this way, but the reality is our life is very short. It only is only for a few decades, maybe seven, eight decades, if we're fortunate. How many of those years have we already used up? Maybe we're 30, 40, 50 years old, 60 years old. How many years do we have left? Even more dangerous are those people who are younger because they think that they are not going to die or they don't think that it'll happen soon. But anything could happen. They're making a lot of plans, thinking about when they reach the age of 50 or 60 or 70. But the reality, this might not happen. Death really could come in the next week, in the next month, in the next year. Who is not going to die? Every single one of us is going to die. 80 years from now, 100 years from now, every one of us listening to these teachings is most likely going to be dead. Look at all the famous people of the, of the world in the past. How many of them are still alive? Mandela is not with us. Mother Teresa is not with us. Gandhi is not with us. Winston Churchill is not with us. Never mind. Plato or Socrates or Napoleon or, I don't know, all, all the great people of the past. They've all gone. They've all died. It's really important to know that this is a certainty. The moment we're born, we are going to die. And from every moment that we are born, we move closer and closer to death. It's not as if we get older and older and our life becomes longer. We move closer and closer. From the day we're born, we get older. Yet, how many people wonder when they're going to die, how they will die, you try and speak to people about it. Most people consider it a taboo subject. Many people think, I've got enough problems. Now you still want to speak about death. What's going on with you? Aren't you rather morbid? This is rather depressing. Why would you want to do a thing like that? Many people avoid it. This is the one thing that's going to happen for sure, but this is the one thing that people don't want to talk about. They kid themselves. Maybe they are scared of death or have fear for death. And there really are many, many causes of death. This will be discussed as another practice. As Nagat, the great Nagarjuna said, while we sleep between one breath and the next breath, there is no guarantee that death won't slip in. We could die between deaths breaths. To wake up with good health is an event which is truly deserves to be considered miraculous, yet we take it all for granted. As one other great master said, you breathe out, you don't breathe in again, and then death has arrived. Yet still, we spend so much time Concerned about so many 
material things, so much planning involved in all our desires, all our ambitions, never once thinking that death is going to come. And when death arrives, we can't stop it. When the time has come, the time has come. Even if you are a great king with many, many warriors, many, many soldiers, they can't stop death from coming. And it's time to die, it's time to die. And when that time comes, then to suddenly think that you want to start practicing is too late. We see death happening around us all the time. Might be family member, might be friends. There was a story of, uh, in the time of Buddha, there was a, a mother who lost her child at a very young age and she was really distraught. And she went to Buddha and asked, what can she do? And Buddha said, well, go to the village and uh, ask the people in the village who hasn't experienced death. So she went, she went to the first house, knocked on the door, asked, Is, have you in your family experienced death? And they said, yes. One person maybe said, our brother has died. She went to the next fam family, they said an uncle has died. The next family, the next house, maybe a grandfather or a grandmother have died. To all the houses she went, she realized in all of the families, there had been death. And she suddenly realized that this was not something that she herself was just experiencing the loss of a loved one who experienced or seen death for a close one. But every family had experienced this. And she had then realized that this death is inevitable and everybody somehow experiences this. And so she became a really great practitioner. So often we hear of death happening around us. Maybe on the television, it reminds us every day we hear of disasters, natural, man-made disasters, violence, sickness. Yet, we don't think it's something that's going to happen to our, ourselves. We think it's something that happens to other people. And this is really a big mistake. Since we know it is unavoidable, it's really important that we prepare for death. How do we prepare for death? In how we live. Getting to know our mind. Developing mindfulness and awareness. Taking great care about cause and effect. And if we do this, when death comes, we won't be alarmed. It's not going to be a fearful event. You see these great teachers, they even look forward to death. Some people are not fussed about it. But for some people, it brings about great fear. In doing this, we also prepare for a better life later on in life and also for a better next life, for our future lives. Having fear for death itself is not negative. It will really help us. It will maybe give us more energy or more um, motivation to prepare for death. I think, I don't know if we've mentioned with respect to Milarepa, but anyway, we mentioned it again. Milarepa, what was his great motivation for practicing so diligently? Was the fear of death. 
There is the quote of Milarepa. He said, Fearing death, I went to the mountains. Over and over again, I meditated on death's unpredictable coming and took the stronghold of the deathless, unchanging nature. Now I have lost and gone beyond all fear of dying. Milarepa, he killed over 30 people, I think. Wiped out a whole family. And because of this, he realized the, the infallibility of cause and effect and had great fear. And that was a great motivation for his practice. And he really became one of the most famous saints in Tibetan Buddhism. So contemplating about the certainty of death wakes us up, prepares us for death. It's not to make us feel morbid or depressed or want to make people feel unhappy. It's to really wake people up. And when people wake up to this, what do they do? They don't waste their life. They prepare for death. They live life more meaningfully. They appreciate life much more. They have much more gratitude for every moment of their life. When you hear stories or accounts of people that have had near-death experiences, what is so common is that they really change their way of living, their lifestyle after this. Practice this. Reflect on the certainty of death. Develop such a certainty of death that one never slips into laziness or procrastination.